Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome back, guys. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we are going to be talking about visiting Disney, specifically Disney World, during this pandemic and what it means to visit Disney World during COVID. What the changes are, what the challenges are, what's good about it, and if making a visit right now is right for you and your family or if maybe you should possibly wait. The question that I have gotten asked the very most since we returned from our Disney World trip is, is it worth it? Is it worth it to pack up my family and take them to Disney World during COVID? I've thought about my answer long and hard to each person that's asked me this question, and my answer is always the same. Maybe. Maybe this is right for your family, but maybe it's not. We had a wonderful time, but there were definitely some challenges and some things that weren't quite magical about being there during a pandemic. So I'm going to share all of this with you so that you can make the decision for yourself and figure out what's best for your family. So the first thing that you need to know about visiting Disney World during the pandemic is that reservations are required. And I'm not talking about a ticket. A ticket is required also, of course, but reservations are required in addition to your ticket. So Disney World is limiting how many people are allowed into the park each day. They have a set amount of people that are allowed in that are annual pass holders and then a set amount of people that are regular ticket holders. So after you've purchased your Disney World tickets, then you need to go onto the Disney World website, go into the My Disney Experience section, and then you can reserve the days that you would like to be at the park. So you'll reserve a specific day for Magic Kingdom, a specific day for Epcot, and so on. There is no park hopping allowed right now and the days do fill up so it depends on how busy and the time of year of course but I suggest you do that very first thing as soon as you get your tickets make your reservations. If you're concerned that the reservations might be gone you can check before you buy your tickets so you can get onto the Disney World website and it will show you if reservations are still available for the days that you're thinking about going. So I do suggest that you check that out before you buy your tickets. Make sure reservations are still available for the days that you want to be in the parks. And then as soon as you have your tickets in your hand, or at least the numbers associated with your ticket, then go on and make your reservation. Okay, now that we've got all that figured out with tickets and reservations, let's talk about the safety procedures that Disney has implemented due to COVID. So the first thing you'll notice when you get out of your vehicle is that you will be expected to wear a mask. Um, And they want it to cover your mouth and your nose, obviously. And as soon as you set one foot out of the car, they want you to have your mask on. Um, Anybody over the age of two is expected to have a mask on. And you can only remove your mask when you are eating or drinking while you are stationary. So you can't walk around the parks with your mask off, holding a container of popcorn and a drink 
and think that you won't be stopped because you will. But as long as you're stationary, then nobody minds. So we would find a quiet corner and sit down, take off our masks, eat a snack. Nobody said a word. Or there were times when we were in line that we would have a snack. Well, I mean, there was a lot of walking in line, but there was also a lot of standing. Nobody said a word about that either. They do have um, specific relaxation stations that we'll talk about later where you can also remove your mask and have a snack but Disney is very strict they have people there that are watching that will ask you to fix your mask if it's not on properly or ask you to make sure that you're wearing it when you're not eating and drinking that sort of thing um those that do not comply with this rule are asked to leave the park. They're also very strict about what kind of mask can be used. It has to go around your ears. It can't be one of those, um, like a bandana or what's the other word? A gaiter, a neck gaiter. Those aren't acceptable. So just so you know what kind of masks are required, I tried out several different types of masks and the ones that I felt like worked best for me were the disposable kind because they were the thinnest, the most breathable, and it was hot when we were there and these were the ones that made me feel like I was suffocating the very least. Okay, so you're out of your car, you've got your mask on, then you're going to walk through the temperature check tents. So they have... Uh, cast members out in the front that have thermometers they're like a touchless one they just point it right at your forehead and they take everyone's temperature to make sure that everyone is fever free before entering the park uh, the lines can get backed up a tiny bit but because it's a touchless digital situation I felt like it moved very very quickly at least on the days that we were there so we used our magic bands to enter the park but you can also just use your regular tickets. They'll just scan them. Um, Disney's doing everything that they can to have, I mean, minimize touch points, I guess you could say. So they don't want the cast members um, handling your tickets. They don't want like, the cast members to take your picture using your camera, that kind of thing. Um, I, we went through the bag check and they make sure that everyone unzips their own bags and I think they were doing that before, but they're doing everything they can to have things be as touch-free as possible. There are hand sanitizing stations available all over. Most of them had hand sanitizer in them while we were there, although we did come across a few that were empty. My children hated using the hand sanitizer stations, although sometimes it was necessary, but they preferred to use the hand sanitizer that we brought with us because they said that the hand sanitizer provided by Disney was stinky, which I happen to agree. They were not wrong. It smells terrible. I had a little um, hand sanitizer hooked to the outside of each of the backpacks that we had with us so it was easily accessible. We could just grab it, squirt it on, no big deal, and that worked well for our family. They did have a few hand washing stations here and there, although not as many as I expected. I thought that there would be more. Those were convenient when we needed them. Um, they're kind of like the ones attached to porta potties that you see sometimes. You push a little pedal and the water comes out and they had soap and a little paper towel to dry your hands on. Uh, we only used this once when my daughter was covered in cotton candy and that was easier 
to clean her up that way since it was right nearby than going to find a bathroom. I only saw a few of these on our trip and I never saw anyone using them besides us. Although it's not like I was sitting there watching and waiting for somebody to come by and use it. But I just thought that they would be more in use, I guess, in higher demand than they were. I guess people were happy with the hand sanitizer for the most part. Social distancing, that's up next. Obviously, Disney is doing their best to make sure that people can social distance as easily as possible. They are trying to keep people six feet apart at all times, which is difficult. Um, They have markers down on the ground in all of the lines for the rides that families can stand on. And for the most part, people were social distancing. They were doing their best. It seemed like... um, Everyone would forget sometimes. It's hard to remember, especially when you're at Disneyland and having fun. Um, I tried my best to keep my distance from people. Uh, There was one time, though, that I guess I was getting a little too close to the woman in front of me. Um, She was very polite about it, but she took a step forward and then I took a step forward. And she looked at me and she said, oh, no, I'm trying to put more distance between us. I was like, oh, sorry about that. I didn't realize I was getting that close. So um, from what I saw, people were very kind and considerate. Um, I appreciated that she let me know that I was encroaching on her space in a nice, polite way. Um, So you just need to be mindful of other people's space and their feelings during this time. Uh, The challenging thing that Disney is dealing with during social distancing is in order to keep the line six feet apart, there is no room in any of the queues for that type of situation. Disney World wasn't built to keep people six feet apart in the queues. So the lines will spill out all over the walkways and they go forever and ever, it seems. Um, So when you get in a line, you don't go to the ride itself. You follow the huge line of people until you find the end of the line where there will be a cast member there holding a sign that says like end of the line for Haunted Mansion or end of the line for Pirates of the Caribbean and that's where you get in line. Um, The lines seem intimidating and sometimes they are. When we were there we waited on average, um, it depended on the park, for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios we did wait on average about an hour for every single ride and it was hot and this was frustrating sometimes but we made the best of it um but some of the lines did move quicker and some of them moved slower um i'll be excited for them to bring back the fast pass but i don't know how they will be able to do that at this point in time with the social distancing i'm also not sure how disney world is going to manage to increase their capacity because adding more people at this point there's nowhere for them to go like there were already people filling the walkways who were in line for rides which minimized the space that people had to walk through the park so i don't know how they could raise capacity at this point there's just nowhere else for people to go Um, they do have all of the parades and shows and most of those things are closed so if they opened up those and more of the restaurants and shops there would be 
more places to kind of siphon people off and take them out of the lines, which might ease congestion in the walkways and make the lines a little bit shorter. But I think that would be the only way that they would really be able to open up more, uh, more capacity. That's what I'm trying to say. To open up more... Ugh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You get what I'm trying to say. To allow more people to enter Disney World. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, there are no parades. Um, They're not scheduling any of these because people would obviously congregate. And um, there's really not much room for people to social distance when you're congregating to wait for a parade to start. They did have these mini cavalcades, that's what they called them, that pop out throughout the day. So they're like one or two little floats that have characters on them and they have music and they come down the street and you never know where or when they are going to pop up, but they were very fun. I thought they added a lot to the magic. I loved that you didn't know when or where you were going to see them because honestly, waiting for a parade to start can suck up you know, one to two hours of your park day. So if you can just catch a tiny little snippet of a parade here and there, I thought it was a great way to spend a few minutes without having to wait for the full effect for hours and hours. Um, My kids thought it was fun. There were a couple times where we were in line and one came by that we were able to see. And I thought it was a really nice way for Disney to spread a little magic as safely as they possibly can. Along with parades, then fireworks, and many of the other entertainment is currently closed, which is too bad. I mean, I know that that's one of everyone's favorite things. Is it? I don't know. It's one of my favorite things. It's watching the fireworks at the end of the night and the entertainment that all the Disney parks have are one of my favorite things. And really, I felt like that was what was missing most from our Disney visit was having those experiences with the entertainment and the little experiences that you get with the characters. Um, I did miss those quite a bit. So characters are not available for their normal meet and greets, but they are still available. Um, They'll pop up occasionally. You don't really know where they're going to be. When we were at Epcot, then we saw Pooh Bear walking around on this grassy area and he had a butterfly net and he was out trying to catch butterflies. So that was cute. We saw um, Alice while we were in England during the World Showcase. Um, So she was fun. You can walk right up to her. She had a little, she was behind a little fence, but she was close enough that I could talk to her. She let me take a selfie with her, so that was fun. So there are ways that Disney is trying to get the characters out there so that people can experience that and get a little taste of the magic. It's not the same as giving them a hug or a high five, but I feel like it's better than nothing, and Disney is doing their absolute best to get the characters out there so that people can see them and enjoy them. All right, cleaning procedures. Disney is obviously doing everything they can to keep things clean. It's difficult when there's thousands and thousands of people around, and I do think that if you're going to attend a Disney park, you really have to take it upon yourself to make sure that your hands are washed and you're not touching your face and those kinds of things. And anything that Disney does on top of that, I feel like is just a bonus. 
Um, they are trying to keep rides clean. I've seen people online complain and say they were at Disney World and they expected Disney to be cleaning each ride in between every single passenger, which they are not doing. I actually don't know how this would even be possible for them to do. It would add hours and hours to the wait times. So Disney is not cleaning each and every ride in between each group or passengers. They are um, doing their best to separate groups. So like we had a group of 10 and when we were on the Pirates ride, then we were all by ourselves in our own boat. Things like that where they're doing their best to keep people apart and they have scheduled cleaning times. I'm not sure if it's once every hour or once every two hours, but they have scheduled cleaning times where they shut down the ride and they clean every single car. So this happened to us twice when we were the next people in line to ride. Then they shut everything down and did the cleaning, which is a little frustrating, but I understand why they're doing it. Um, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes and we just like when we were we were almost to the front next ones to ride test track when they shut it down for cleaning. So we watched them bring every single car through and they sprayed it down, had some rags and they cleaned it all. So they are doing their best to clean, but they are not cleaning in between each and every ride. So if this is important to you, maybe you need to bring um like some Clorox wipes or something like that, that you could wipe down high touch points as you're getting into the ride or just use hand sanitizer after the ride like we did. Um, you will be required to keep your mask on for all the rides. I don't think I mentioned that before. Disney's strict with this too. If you take your mask off during the ride, they will call you out on it. My daughter took off her mask on some ride. What was it? I think it might have been Splash Mountain. And she just pulled it down for a minute. I didn't even know she had done it. But then we heard um, the cast member come over the PA system on the ride and ask her to put her mask back on. <laughs> she got busted big time. Um, if you take off your mask on a picture, on one of the ride pictures, then they won't post your picture. You won't get that picture because they are very serious about the mask rule. I got asked quite a bit about water bottle refilling stations. They do have those out and about. Um, I saw them a few times by drinking fountains. There weren't as many as I thought there would be. Um, there were a few times where we just ordered cups of ice water with our meal and used those to refill water bottles. And I thought that worked very well. Disney will still give you cups of water with ice for free. You just have to ask. So Disney is wanting everybody to use their mobile ordering system. This is usually the best way to get your food and it works quite well most of the time. I did have a couple of issues I'll tell you about in a few minutes. So to mobile order, you use your app. So we would, I mean, if we're waiting in line for an hour, we decide, oh, we're going to go here for lunch, decide on a place. We can look at the menu using the app and then you can mobile order using your app which is really nice. So you order your food. Once you're close getting to the restaurant, you walk over and there's a button that says, I'm here, prepare my food now. So you hit the button and then you wait for them to prepare your food. Um, the All the quick service restaurants we attended, there was cast members at the door. They would not let you inside the restaurant until you could show them your mobile device where it says that your food is ready. Um, I appreciated them doing this because I have anxiety about people going in and saving tables. Um, 
I don't know, for some reason I have this anxiety about having all of my food and all of my children and we have nowhere to sit and it stresses me out all the time. So I appreciated that this kind of eliminated that problem. So people weren't inside just sitting there using the air conditioning, but they wouldn't get their food for 30 to 40 minutes. So for the most part, that kept tables open for the people who were ready to use them. So when your food is ready, then you show the cast member. They'll tell you which station to go to pick up your food. Then you can go sit down, take off your masks, eat and enjoy your food. So for the most part, this worked very well for us. I did um, figure out that for our family of six, apparently this was um, a lot of food to make for them. I didn't really understand because they're making all the same food anyway, but it always took them longer to make our group's food than it did to make... Um, the people we were with, we were with family who had a group of four, they would get their food quicker because they had a smaller group, I guess. So I learned that I would click the I'm here, prepare my food button like 20 to 30 minutes before we were actually there and this worked well for us. That might be cheating though, so maybe you should not do that, <laughs> but that's what I did. Uh, there were a time or two where we were ready um we were waiting for our food to be ready and there was just no shade to wait in and it was a little miserable. We're standing there, everybody's starving, everybody's tired and there's so many people crowded around waiting but no shade and nowhere to sit and that got a little frustrating a time or two. Um, mobile ordering worked best for us in Animal Kingdom. It was just seamless, ready to go. It also worked well at Epcot. Um, and Hollywood Studios, now that I come to think of it. I guess the only time we had problems with mobile ordering was on our last day at Animal Kingdom. I mean Magic Kingdom, our last day while we were at Magic Kingdom. So for lunch, we had our food ordered. We'd been waiting about 30 minutes after I pushed the button. It was a busy time and they were doing their best. Um, I went up to the cast member to ask, um, the cast members at the front have a little iPad and they can see where you are on the wait list and kind of give you an idea of about how much longer it will be until you get your food. So I went up to the cast member. I said, we've been waiting about 30 minutes. You know how close we are to the front of the list. Um, our, our other family that we were with was already inside eating their food. And he looked at his iPad and he said, oh yeah, it's almost, you're almost ready you should be close. Don't go far. And as I turned and walked away from him, I looked at my app and my app, instead of saying preparing food, all of a sudden switched over and it said, your order has been canceled. You never came to pick it up. It was ready. We've charged your card, but you're, you've canceled, we've canceled your order. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I've been standing here for 30 minutes and it never changed saying your food is ready. And now you're saying, I get no food and you've charged me all this money anyway. So of course, of course, I didn't even need to stress because the cast members made it all better and quickly. So I went back to the same cast member I had just spoken to, showed him my app and he's like, I'm so sorry, that's weird. Walked me right into the restaurant, took me right up to an open spot in the counter um, and they got me my food quickly and apologized. It was very nice of them. I know it's not their fault. The apps can be glitchy sometimes. Then they took us right to a table and we were able to eat and everything was better because we had shade and food. The second problem we had was the same day. I don't know, maybe Magic Kingdom was just struggling with the app. Maybe it was me. Maybe I have bad luck. 
I don't know. But for dinner, I, we ordered our food while we were in line for Space Mountain, got everything ready. I was feeling nervous since our lunch experience, so I took a picture of my confirmation code. I took a screenshot of it. Um, so we're getting ready to head over to eat our dinner and I get ready to go. I go into the app to push the button that says I'm here, prepare my food. And it says I have no orders, but I know I just paid $120 for dinner for my family, but it just doesn't show up. Um, so now I like get all panicky again because that's what I do. So I go over to the restaurant, explain it to a cast member, bless his heart. I went to the wrong side and he listens to my entire thing about what happened. And he's like, oh yeah, that's, I'm sorry, we'll get this fixed for you, but you need to go to the entrance of the restaurant. You tell them. (laughs) I'm like, okay, why don't you just cut me off and just send me to the right place? But he was very nice. So I went to the right place, explained my whole thing to them. I'm like, look, I have a screenshot of my order, like proving that I paid for it. But now there's, it's nothing on my app saying that I've paid for it. So a sweet, sweet cast member. I mean, she can tell I'm frazzled. I'm like a hot, sweaty mess. I just want to feed my family. This is the second time I've had problems with the app today. So I was a little frazzled. Um, but she was like, don't worry, I'll get this figured out for you. And she took me inside and, um, she asked me my name and she looked it up and she's was so sweet. She's like, my name's Melissa too. And we Melissa's have to stick together. And she was so sweet. I really was like, oh, bless your heart. I need somebody to help me and be nice. Um, so she took me right up to a counter. Somebody found my order. It was on there for some reason, but it just wasn't showing up on my app. So thankfully they found my order. They put it all together. They were very apologetic, very sweet. Um, I appreciated all their help. And then we got to eat our food and everything was fine. Um, the restaurant closed that night at six and incidentally (laughs) at, I think like 8.30 at night on the app, it popped up saying that my food was ready. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? I don't think that's even possible because the restaurant closed two and a half hours ago. But I guess the app was just being a little glitchy and I got to experience it twice. Anyway, my point is mobile ordering usually works great. It's worth it. Try it. Do it. You will love it. And if you have any problems, just talk to the cast members, but be nice to them. I, I know they experience a lot of grumpy people every single day and you get what you give. So if you come at them with kindness, they will come back at you with kindness and they are more, more than willing to help people out and make things right. So I truly appreciate them. All right, moving on. Disney has things called relaxation stations set up throughout the park. You can find them on the app or you can find them by asking cast members. So there are little areas that they have sectioned off, usually somewhere in the shade or somewhere in air conditioning where they have tables or just chairs and benches that are spread six feet apart where you can sit and relax and take your mask off and not have to worry about all of the mask restrictions. So these are nice. I recommend using them if you need a break from your mask or if your kids need a break from your mask. We never actually used them. Um, We tried to once but because we were so hot. We just needed to sit for a few minutes. But there was a huge long line to get into the relaxation station and I didn't feel like waiting for 20 minutes to go in and take off our mask. So 
we just moved on with our day and didn't worry about it. But um, I think it's a great idea in theory, but when people have to wait forever to get in, I don't know if it works so well. So hopefully that's not the usual experience. Hopefully people are able to just get in and it's not a big deal. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about the other thing that I get asked about all the time, crowd levels. Uh, We'll talk about dealing with the heat, uh, when's a good time to visit, and if the magic is still there. Are you planning a trip to Disneyland or Disney World? You need to check out my friends at Getaway Today for all of your Disney planning needs. Please, please, please don't pay full price for your park tickets. You should save that money and put it towards other things for your trip. Important things like churros and Mickey Mouse bars and ice cream. So Getaway Today has been operating since 1990. They are the top travel provider to the Disneyland Resort, and they do Disney World as well. I've been using them for 15 years, and I'm always so impressed with their prices and their customer service. They are one of the very few legitimate places to buy discount Disneyland tickets. They always have exclusive deals, so you can save even more money. So if you are going to be visiting the park soon, please check them out. Tell them that Melissa from Mixing Some Magic sent you. I will also put their link in the show notes. Welcome back. Okay, now let's talk about maybe the most important thing. The thing that everybody wants to know, what are the crowd levels like? So we all saw the videos and the pictures of people visiting um, Disney World right after they first opened, after their closure with COVID, and how the parks were completely empty. There was nobody there. It looked absolutely incredible. And myself, like many others, thought this is the perfect time to visit Disney World. And we all jumped on the bandwagon. And got our tickets and showed up and it wasn't quite what we were led to believe. Um, I don't doubt that it was like that at the very beginning when things opened, but the word got out that this was a good time to visit Disney World. Um, people started feeling safer traveling and safer um, with all of the safety measures that Disney's put in place. And so now the crowd levels are definitely different. They're not non-existent anymore. So when we went, we went during the second week of October and I was pleasantly surprised by the crowds at Animal Kingdom and Epcot. I thought that they were very manageable. Obviously, we knew that there were going to be people there and there were, but um, it didn't feel overly crowded to me. We waited in line for probably... I don't know, maybe like 20 to 30 minutes for most rides, which I was very happy to do. I didn't feel like that was too long. Um, When we got over to Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom, things started to feel a bit more overwhelming with the crowds. Um, So Hollywood Studios felt overwhelming and crowded from the very beginning. At that time that we were there, then people had to be inside the parks to make... um, 
get on the wait list or make a reservation to ride Rise of the Resistance. So the, the reservation system opened at 10 a.m. So you had to be inside the parks by 10 a.m. And man, were people inside the parks by 10 a.m. It was crowded getting through the ticket gates. People weren't able to social distance on the main street into Hollywood Studio. There were just lots of people everywhere. So um, Disney has since changed how the system works, I think probably because of the problems of all the overcrowding in the mornings and um, really something needed to be done. So now you can make reservations starting at 7 a.m. from your hotel. You don't have to be on the property, which hopefully, I don't know that it will make it so that more people can get on the ride, but it will definitely make it so that it's not as crowded there in the mornings. So Hollywood Studios felt more crowded, but I think maybe it just felt more crowded because it was very hot that day. And when it's hot, man, things feel more crowded. So on average, we waited probably around 30 to 60 minutes for each ride that day. There was a few rides in the morning that were definitely less that we were able to get on quickly. Um, so when we got to An uh, Magic Kingdom, things were crowded as well. Um, I don't know. It was way more crowded than I anticipated it being over at Magic Kingdom. So that was a little disappointing. It was also hot. And like I said before, we waited on average probably 30 to 70 minutes for all of the rides there. There were some rides that were definitely longer than others. Um, as I mentioned before, the heat really kind of made it awful. Ugh. I've been to Disney World when it was, wasn't hot, and I have to say, that's the time to go. So, I think that the lines and the masks and all of the restrictions would have been much easier for all of us to handle if it hadn't been so stinking hot. Uh, we were very prepared. We had neck fans, which helped so much, and cooling towels, which were amazing. If you're going when it's hot, you need one of these cooling towels. We also brought an umbrella that I used to give me some shade when I was in lines that didn't have any, and we had lots of water, and we would take snack breaks, but the heat just wears on you. Um, I think it would have been easier to deal with the heat if we hadn't been wearing masks, but man, the masks and the heat, that's that's a killer. So honestly, if I, I can't say that I will ever go back to Disney World when it's that hot. Now, just because I said that, obviously, I probably will. Like if my husband came to me and said, we should go to Disney World, I'd be like, of course we should. Let's do it right now. Like I would do it just to be at Disney World. But if I got to choose, I would not choose to go when it's hot you are going to be paying the same amount whether you go when it's hot or not. You are going to be waiting in lines whether it's hot or not. And I just recommend not going when it's hot. Especially if you have little kids with you. That can really, really suck the magic out of a day. Having a hot, tired toddler. So that brings us to the magic. Is there any magic left at Disney World with all the COVID restrictions. Um, I feel like I've been pretty honest with you guys. I'm not sugarcoating things. There were some tough times while we were there, mostly due to the heat and the crowds and the masks. Um, I've heard lots of people suggest that the magic's gone. They don't want to visit Disney World during these restrictions. Um, I'm so glad that we went. 
I really, really thought that it was perfect for our family. Obviously, I wish it hadn't been so hot, but that's really the only thing that I would change. Obviously, I mean, lower crowds would have been good too, but we can deal with crowds and waiting in line. That's not a big deal. Um, we did miss some little things like seeing the characters up close and little things like that, the parades and fireworks, but I felt the magic. I thought it was there. I didn't think it was gone. You might have to look a little bit harder to find it, but it's still there. I would go back again in a heartbeat. We still got to experience the magic of walking down Main Street in the evening, taking a selfie by the castle, and eating a Mickey ice cream sandwich in the sunshine. We got to sail with pirates and fly through Pandora and escape with a resistance. We got to experience a little bit of normalcy, and that has been so missed this year. That was magical. So to wrap everything up, is visiting Disney World during COVID worth it? Maybe. If wearing masks and waiting in longer than normal lines isn't your thing, then I suggest you wait. If you plan on visiting only once in your lifetime or if this is a once in a lifetime trip for your kids, I suggest you wait. Wait until things are more open. Wait until you don't have to wear masks. Wait until the characters are out and about and parades are open and you can experience the fireworks. But if you're like me and need to escape the real world for a little while, then you should consider going. If you're searching for a getaway and a little normalcy for your family, then I think you should go. The magic is there. It's waiting for you. You just gotta look a tiny bit harder to find it. I hope this helped you. I hope this gave you an honest look at what Disney World is like during this pandemic. Hopefully it helped. If you have any questions, please, please reach out to me. I'd love to help. You can find me on Instagram at Mix in Some Magic. You can also find me on my website at mixinsomemagic.com and I will put links to that and also to my friends at Getaway Today in the show notes in case you need discount tickets. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.